<laughs> no, I'm bullshitting. Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing? Welcome to episode 13 of the I Have No Idea What I'm Doing podcast. It's that airfare shit, you know. I got to come in all, you know. The Knicks just won, so I got to come in all cool and gully and shit. <laughs> no, nah, the Knicks won, man. See, I know I'm in a good mood. Beat the Blazers, so... I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Appreciate y'all for listening to the last joint. Uh, got a lot of good feedback from that. Uh, just made that hoping it helps somebody. So uh, that's what I do these for. So uh, somebody took something from it, even if it was just one person. So yeah, I'm going to get my humble bag or whatever, you know. <sighs> yeah, man. Super Bowl Sunday uh, coming up. Um, championship Sunday was last week. I ended up not making one championship Sunday. I really wasn't in the mood to talk about football or talk about all the other shit. I believe I said that, if I remember right. So forgive me, but um, yeah, man. Championship Sunday was last week. I was one for one in my picks. I had uh, I had the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs beating the Bills, but uh, I also had the Packers beating the Bucks. The Chiefs and Bills, I was like, man, Mahomes going to do what he do. Uh, the Bills are a really good football team, though. I didn't really realize that until about a month and a half ago. I didn't realize how good they actually were. Um, they were missing their starting running back, so they probably like a they, – they're going to be a threat. They're going to be a threat. They got a cold defense. Josh Allen then stepped his game up against Stephon Diggs, man. See, that's what happens when you get a receiver with some of these these QBs, man. Like, you know, some of these QBs that can they can turn water into wine, you know. But you know, if you ain't really got no receivers, you know, you really can't do shit. You know, that's why a lot of people were wondering. Uh, like I know Cam, I had a conversation with somebody told me, you know, he had them going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, man, he ain't throwing to nobody, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, and I mean, Cam didn't really play that well either. But, you know, a lot of that, you know, play, that's a factor, man. You know, you got to take care of your young, especially young QBs, man. It's a lot of these organizations, they don't take care of their young QBs, you know. So it's like sometimes you don't even know if that dude is really just garbage. You don't, like, you don't know if he's not that good, you know. Some of these organizations, they try to pour uh, syrup on shit and call it pancakes, you know, in sports. So it's about fitting especially, you know, football, it's about, you know, system and everybody has to be doing something. You know, basketball, you can have a little bit more control. Baseball, you can control your own stats and, and because it's a lot, as much of a team game as it is, it can be orient, uh, it can be individually orient, uh, individually controlled as far as what you do. Football, a lot depends on this person has to do this job, this person has to do this job, you know. So, yeah. Uh, man, I thought I thought Rogers had. I, I mean, I, I walked in on the game. It was like it was the beginning of the third. Uh, I had some shit to do, so I didn't really rush to get there. I th- I figured it was gonna be one of them type of games. When I walked in, the Packers were getting their ass handed to them, so it surprised me. I walked in. It was like some dude that just scored, and um, I was like, shit. And I was like, it might be in trouble. Then I looked. I said, no. Nah. I said, no, nah, it's not over yet. I said, they get a drive, you know, and things start happening. The Packers defense stepped their game up. They caused a couple turnovers. 
man, Rodgers just they, they just couldn't deliver, man. Uh, they had just a few plays. I know I seen they had a drop touchdown. Uh, I seen the drop two point. I was there watching the drop drop two point conversion hit dude right in the fucking bread basket. It don't get any easier, man. Like it don't get any easier. So yeah, I had uh, I know I'm a little late on it, but yeah, I had the um, I had the Packers winning that. Uh, I wanted I wanted my guy Rogers to get his respect, man. But you know Brady. Some about them Brady teams, man. Rogers should have ran that bitch in. Like he had it. I think it was a uh, third and like third and goal on the nine. And if he had ran, he could have at least got a couple yards. I think he would have scored if he had took off and ran. But he tried to force it into a double team. I didn't agree with the field goal because I understood. I understood, you know, what he was, what the coach was saying, you know. But you know, you got the two point conversion or two point. You got the two minute warning, and then you got three timeouts. But nah, nah. You you gotta do you gotta you got when you got an all time great you gotta take that shot. I would rather lose like that knowing I gave it to an all time great and it just didn't happen, rather than you know you kick the field goal yeah it's cool you get the points, you know but then you gotta stop them. And your defense and I understood why too because the defense came up with some players because Tom Tom didn't play well in that second half man and he can't do that shit against Mahomes I think. The the Chiefs' offense is is just different, man. Like it's different. So like I seen this meme, and it was like, uh, <laughs> it was like uh, Yoda, and it was like a baby Yoda, and it was like this is the Super Bowl. So Tom is Yoda, Mahomes is baby Yoda, man. Mahomes that deal though. Mahomes, I Mahomes is that deal, man. I, he's a dude that like when everything opens up, I'm excited to see if I can uh, get to a game. That he's participating in, cause yo, yeah, dude is the homie special, man. That dude got a fucking cannon. It makes you wonder, like, what these guys think. You know, like I said, system. You know, it's it's about you know right place, right time, right fit. You know, the Bears. I'm gonna get to that shit in a second, but the Bears passed them up. You know, and a couple of teams passed them up. And it's like, uh, I seen Tennessee was one of them too. And it made me sick because I was like, we had Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry. We would have won a Super Bowl by now. <sighs> but it's cool. Because I remember when I watched the video of him and they were talking about how he threw, the, he could throw the ball on the yard. So that made me, that caused me to like think, whoa. Uh, but as I watch him, you can see his baseball background. And this is like sports nerdy shit, so. But <laughs> you can see his baseball background, like his accuracy, the way he throws the ball, even like his jump passes. Like that's baseball shit. Anybody that played baseball knows, like, there's just, I don't know, man. You know what I'm talking about. But, like, if you watch a baseball player throw the ball, like, you know, there's just certain shit that he does, and you can tell that he has that baseball background. His pops was a major league pitcher, so you knew he had a cannon. But. Just how fast in a blink of an eye that this team just, like, they just light it up that fast. Like, they just light it up. And I, I don't see the Bucks slowing that down because I don't – I'm one of those guys I watch games and I'm like – and it sounds weird, but I, in my mind it makes sense. The only way I can explain it is, like, it's a karmic effect um, in these playoff games. 
I remember the year, the way, the when I figured this out was the year, and if he's listening, if they're listening, I got some Packer friend, fans uh, as friends, so uh, if they're listening, and it's going to hurt real quick, but the year the Patriots beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, so it was a lot of funny shit in the NFC. So the Lions lost because of like some bullshit passing interference to Dallas. So then the next week, Dallas goes, and they lose off of a controversial call of the Dez drop. So then the next week, the Packers ended up losing. They ended up blowing the game, and it was because a guy – I mean, it was a lot of factors, but a guy, um, Brandon Bostic, dropped the onside kick, and then Seattle ended up winning. And then the week after that, Seattle ended up blowing the fucking Super Bowl and losing me money. <laughs> I'm still salty. Seattle ended up blowing the Super Bowl, and they blew the Super Bowl uh, not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch on the one-yard line when everybody in the stadium thought Marshawn Lynch is getting the football on the one-yard line, and it was first down. So I'm a believer in that type of stuff. Uh, the pass interference, I know at the end of the Packer game, uh, Packers-Bucks game, there's people talking about it. Uh, to me, and I play receiver and I play corner, play defensive back. So I seen it on both sides. As a receiver, I feel like dude sold it. And he sold it well because I didn't think it affected him that much. But and the reason I was kind of upset at that call, because I don't like games coming down to calls. I hate games coming down to calls. Um, even if it's my team, like, I'm one of those people, I don't like, even like, it might sound trivial to some people, but like, even when I'm doing like peak basketball, and I'm not Michael Jordan or nothing, but I don't like games coming down to a call. I'd rather lose or win or lose knowing that we won the right way. Because I, I mean, that's just me. Like, when I'm playing and I'm in a competitive thing, like, I'd rather win or lose the right way. I'm not going to – I don't want no dirty shit. I'm not going to be that dude in that bullshit commercial where the dude told his coach, hey, I touched the ball. No, nah, we ain't doing that type of shit. <laughs> I ain't doing that. But, like, I'm not – I'm the type of person, like, if this comes out to the end of the game and I'm driving to the lane, you know, we need one point. You know, unless it's blatant, you know, I'm not going to call it. I'm not going to call certain shit. Because it's just like, man, you know, nobody wants to – you know, no, come on, man. Like, you can't even feel good after that. You know, I want to beat you straight up. I want you to know that you lost. Um, so I just hate, I'm just the type of person, I hate games that come down to those calls. So, because it's, it's so, I guess a lot of it has to do with the question. It's always questions. I don't want you questioning, you know, cause I don't want you, you know, I don't want to question. I'm not going to question like, shit, I just lost cause we just, I lost, you know, I don't want to say, man, we fucking lost cause man, fucking ref made a bad call or this dude called some bullshit call knowing like, you know, I think the last time before the pandemic who I was, who, we were, I was at, um. I was at a rec center playing ball, and this guy can call shit all game. And he was the main one filing. And as he gets to the end of the game, and um, I like it was a two on one, and I got fucked. So I, it's basically me and him. So I just grabbed dude, and he throws it behind his back as I'm holding him. And uh, his man scores, and then everybody's walking off as they won. I'm like, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that didn't that I, I proceeded to it got to the point where I was arguing and I got done arguing so I just stood in the middle of the court like a dickhead and um 
<laughs> I stood in the middle of the court while they were playing. Motherfuckers got bad, but I didn't care because I'm like, you fucked me over. Like, it's an obvious call. So, but that's not why the Packers lost that game. Um, so that's another reason why I hate that it comes down to cost because it kind of overshadows like the real reasons that you lost. So it's like, no, you really lost because you had three drives and you didn't score. You know all this other shit. You don't blame Aaron Rodgers. It was something. Basically, all in all, I feel like the Bucks. I'm not gonna take away they win because they won, but I just have a. I just feel like I didn't see the better team win that day. I feel like the Packers should have won that game. I feel like the. I feel like Tampa Bay, all in all, they did everything they could to give them the game. So, you know, we're gonna come see Sunday Super Bowl Sunday. We got Mahomes, uh, Brady Mahomes. You got uh, the greatest winner in NFL history uh, as far as Super Bowls go. Versus Baby Yoda, the one that they, they the one that everybody thinks is gonna be that guy, man. Dude looks like Brett Favre, with, who makes Mahomes is Brett Favre that makes smart decisions. <laughs> like Brett, he's that's basically what he is, man. That dude is Brett Favre that makes just smart decisions. Like if Brett Favre just could turn off that itch to just do dumb shit or just do something that just didn't have to be done, man. So, um. I got a little bit of cheese on this game, so I'm, I'm I'm rolling with the Chiefs. It's hard to bet against Brady. It really is because it's like in the back of my mind, there's a lot of shit that's going wrong with the Chiefs, and I'm like, it's, of course, because I bet against Brady. Now, uh, Chiefs missing linemen and all this other shit, and uh, uh, thankfully everybody was safe. Uh, one of the coaches got into a car accident, and two kids were injured, but thankfully, from what I read, everyone was safe, so... Uh, that that's the good news about that. I don't know too much about it. that. Shit just happened last night, but it's just like it's like everything's starting to go, and I'm like this fucking guy Brady, man. It's like I feel like this dude. I don't know what he did when he got drafted. I don't know what this guy did, but uh, man, Brady, Brady just he gets shit done, bro. Like Brady just gets shit done. It's hard to bet against Brady, but everybody's taking the the Bucks. I think the Chiefs are gonna win. I gotta win in. Uh, I gotta win in. I said a touchdown earlier this week, but I think it's going to be one of them last-minute things. I think Mahomes going to get his revenge uh, from two years ago when the Patriots came to Arrowhead and uh, Brady didn't give him the ball. Brady knew what was up. Brady know. Like, Brady know what's up, man. Like, Brady know what's up. It's kind of a um, Jordan-Kobe type thing. Uh, And this is a Super Bowl I keep saying, like, this is different because this is two Super Bowl champions going at it, but... Uh, kind of like when Russell Wilson came, and Russell Wilson was supposed to be that guy. And, you know, he threw the pick at the end. They just, they just gave it to Marshawn Lynch. Uh, but every it's like Brady. You know what I respect about Brady, though, is like they always try to bring somebody to him, and he just so – it's like LeBron right now. Like, you know, we try to bring somebody to LeBron, and every time we bring somebody to LeBron, you know, it just doesn't happen. Uh you know, it's always this guy, and then Bron gets rid of him. Or it's this guy, Bron gets rid of him. So it's like I respect those guys. Uh, I seen a stat where uh, both of them have been to ten championship. They've been to ten. Well, Brady been to ten Super Bowls. Bron been to ten NBA Finals. I thought that was incredible, and I don't think that we because we focus on so much shit that we focus on the old shit, and we don't let go of the old shit. You know, we don't sit in the moment and realize that that's great. That's greatness. Like, I'm a Titans fan. I've only seen this in the Super Bowl one time. I think we've been in three, two or three AFC championship games since we've been to the Super Bowl. 
So, and then I'm a Knicks fan, and we haven't been, we haven't even, we haven't even been to the Eastern Conference Finals since 2000. So, you know, that's that's why I, I like being a fan of a team because I can, I mean, it's nothing again, but I can appreciate a little bit more because it's like my teams ain't doing that shit. These dudes are doing more than what teams would be doing. And rather us appreciating that, we kind of look at it and we just like, oh, whatever. Like, we find reasons to hate on that shit. Like, Brady that dude, Braun that dude. Like, you, you slice it however you want to, but them cast them dudes. Ten, you know, ten championship appearances ain't nothing to sneeze at. That's nothing to sneeze at, man. Like, that's, that's fucking incredible. So, uh, I'm going to enjoy it. Obviously, I got bread on the line, so, you know. Uh, I got a little bit more vested interest, but I think this is the one where I think, and I, I, like I'm saying all this, I wouldn't be surprised if the Buccaneers win. Even despite all the shit and how I feel about them getting there, they there, so uh, it doesn't matter. They made it, and you got to take advantage of the moment. So, but I just I I man, Mahomes is just, but it's like then you say that and you're like, but it's Brady. So I'm gonna take Mahomes. I'm gonna take Baby Yoda on this one. I think the I kind of want to see the torch pass a little bit. Uh, Mahomes is getting into that Aaron Rodgers, Steve McNair uh, level for me as far as Dan Marino. Like, they're my three favorite quarterbacks of all time. And Mahomes is, like, knocking on that door. I love watching that dude play. I love – like, I was watching this highlight clip on YouTube, and it's like – it was like 20 minutes long. It's like called Master Chief or some shit. They make it like cinematic and shit. I love highlight videos like that. And uh, I'm watching it. I'm watching how this dude's throwing the ball. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> there's some throws this dude is just throwing. I'm like, this shit don't even, this looks like some, like, it does not look real how he's throwing the football. And it just looks easy. Like, it looks like a fucking joke, man. I remember seeing a thing and it was calling him, uh, Steph Curry of football. I remember I had a conversation with someone. I was like, this dude's kind of like Steph Curry. Chief's kind of like the Warriors right now. This is like when the Warriors had Durant. I was like, well, it was like when I think it was when he lost in the AFC Championship game. And I was like, this dude is unfucking real. Like, he's changing how, like, he just makes it look cool to throw the football. Like, it just looks cool. Like, it just is some, some people just look different when, like, Rodgers to me. Like, he just looks different when he throws the football, you know. Brady just looked di- like he looks different than everybody else. So, yeah, I got the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a close one. I got Baby Yoda taking him down. Uh, I got him. I got him winning on some last minute shit, man. I think he. I think he owed Tom one. And I think if Tom is gonna pass it to somebody, I don't think he wanted to pass it to Rogers anyway. I don't think. I think him and Rogers, they don't say that. But you know, as a competitor, you know, you hear somebody compare it to you. And you if you a guy like Brady, like I got six of them things. And football, and we're starting to do that in both sports, and, it's, and we're starting to do that in a lot of sports where it's like we we talk ring talk. But football, you know, QB wins and losses in the real stat. One of my friends, one of my good friends, he tells me that all the time, like that's not a real stat. And I agree with them because it's different in the in football. You can only control what you can control. I try to live my life like that. That's a lesson I learned from that. But you can only control what you can control. So in a sense, you know, Brady can only control the offense because he's the fucking quarterback. You know, if you play whatever position you play, you can control what you control. When I coach kids, like that's what I used to tell them, like, yo, you can only control what you can control. What's your job on this play? You know, 
that whatever your job is, you do your job. As long as you do your job, that's going to help us. Because then the person that's not going to do they, that's not doing their job gets exposed, and that's when we start making decisions. Okay, either this dude going to step his game up, or we're going to find somebody else. Now, take that into account. Like I said, offense. So he can't control the defense. There's nothing he can do. He got to stand on the sideline. He got to put his fate. Like like I said with the the um, the Rogers thing, instead of taking the chance, you know. And putting it in his hands, they put it in the defense hands. So now Rodgers has to sit there and hope his defense makes a play. You got to put trust in your teammates. So it's a, it's a it, that, that's what I love about football. It's a team game. As much as I love basketball, I love talking basketball, I love watching basketball, I love playing rec league basketball. Um, it's a team game, but uh, the NBA makes it more individual. Like they talk, make it individual. It's a it, they they sell their stars. I don't think anybody in the league. I don't think any sport sells their stars better than them. maybe soccer, but. I don't think compared to like baseball and football and I mean hockey. I'm not a big hockey guy, but like the big three in sports, basketball is around as superstars. Football tries to, but it's like it's only certain guys. That's why you don't see a lot of them guys. You see really just quarterbacks and commercials for the most part because you don't see they you don't see their faces. I remember watching this uh, documentary about the Miami uh, University, the U. And this dude said, man, I used to take my helmet off so the girls could see me. I was cracking up because I was like, damn, that is crazy because I used to feel the same way. Like, I'll make a play, like, and in the back of your mind, like, man, no girl, they can't even see who the hell I am. Like, they got to guess, you know what I'm saying? So, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to do some other shit. <laughs> but uh, to that, speaking of special, man, uh, I'm going to just get straight to the shit, man, that, that Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun's special. Deshaun Watson is another dude that's special. And I've been reading what he's saying, and it goes to the star thing. This is this this is the thing I think LeBron did. I don't like it sometimes because I feel like the NBA is starting to become too AAU. But the thing I always respected about what LeBron did as far as making his decision to go to Miami was he took it by his own. He took his own legacy in his own hands. That's what I respect about Durant. I didn't I didn't think Durant had to go to the Warriors. I thought he should have went to the Rockets. That's why him and Harden now, to me, is like, what the fuck? Because I felt like Durant should have just went to the Rockets if he was going to do that. Um, a lot of these older ways of thinking, and this is like, and this, is, this shit's just crazy because... I got this idea, like, watching how the stock market shit is going and how everybody's jumping on and how the red, the whole Reddit thing um, and, you know, everybody figuring out stocks and everybody giving out information. And I like seeing that. I, I don't like when people are arrogant about it, like, talking to people as if they're stupid because it's like because you got the information. You know, that's not teaching nobody shit. That's just being the asshole. You know, because you got the information doesn't mean you got to be an asshole by, like, teach, you know? You know? Like, everybody don't know everything. There's some shit that... It's like, we live in an age where everybody gets online and it's like, everybody's a fucking expert. Everybody's a class... Everybody's a uh, grade-A expert on what's going on in life. You know, on something. And judgment. I've talked about it before, but just recently reading it, I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm just like, dog, like... Some people I know, like... I don't want to say I know because I don't know you day to day, but it's like, come on, my dude. Like, you just got into this shit. You know what I'm saying? But we shouldn't be trying to down talk anybody or anything like that. You know, we should be uplifting everybody because we all in the same fight at the end of the day. <laughs> like, to me, we all broke, you know? Like, we all broke. 
compared compared to what we all aspire to be and the people that we see with all this real money and shit like that, we all, yeah. And you should feel like that. I don't care if you got $100,000 in your bank account. You should feel like you broke because you should want more. You know, you shouldn't want to settle. So I got the idea off of that. And, uh, you know, um, and one of, my, one, of my, one of my buddies at work, he put me on to the shit. He was like, man, he shows me that shit every day, man. And I'm like, he's teaching me, though. Like, he don't even know. Like, some of the shit he shows me, I'm like, bro, I don't know. What the fuck? But I'll be like, damn, this dude really in it. But... You know, he don't like he think he I think he think he don't even know how much he knows. That's the crazy part. Like he I think he just think he don't know. But I'm like, man, this dude in a weird way, I feel like, man, he gonna hit one of these days. He gonna be he gonna make some bread off that shit. Cause that the dude just he just learning that shit. He just invested in it. He putting all this effort into that shit. He don't you know, and it's like he humble about it. He be acting like, you know what I'm saying? Like he don't know. I'm like, bro, you know some shit. You know, like you gonna hit one of these days. One of these days you gonna hit some you gonna hit some big dollars off that. But uh it's the old way of thinking because, like, the higher-ups, they see this shit, and now they're like, oh, shit, like, people figured it out now. Like, And the inf- we're in an information age. We're in an age of information, so you can literally Google whatever the fuck you want to Google, watch a YouTube video, send a text, send a video. Like, there's ways, like, you've read it, like, you know, so we live in that type of age and era, so it's easy to spread information. So the old ways of thinking, and the reason I was thinking this is because I was looking at the Sean Watson situation, and it's the old way of thinking. So like these old, I don't want to say old, and I mean fuck these old these old motherfuckers, man. It's like it's crazy as hell to me, and I'm only doing this because it's like I'm on a lesser scale, I'm trying to put myself in Deshaun Watson's shoes. So we live in America, where America is. America champions independence. America champions independence. Freedom. You know. Uh, as a culture, we all love the hustler. We love the guy that gets to it. Me personally, I do. I was raised to be independent. My mom taught me do shit on your own. All types of shit. So me, I relate to that. I would say this every podcast. Why I like Jay Z? Jay Z is one. Nipsey was another guy. Like. I like people that I have a fascination with people that that are independent, self sufficient. They like to hustle, get to it. They they don't they don't fuck with the middleman in the sense of it's nobody owns them. You know, you can say what you want about Jay Z, but nobody owns them. Saying to the LeBron thing, LeBron exercises power. You need me, I don't need you. I need you for my check. But I'm alright to this organization, and not even to the money. Strip away the money. But you need me, I need you. So if I'm LeBron, I'm looking at. I, he looked at the Cavs and said, you know, I don't. I need to move on because you, you, this team is not gonna win me a championship. My legacy's on the line. I have to do what's best for me. So Kevin Durant did the same thing. James Harden did the same thing. Matt Stafford just did the same thing. He exercised the power that they have. Look, man, it's time for me to get up out of here. So when Deshaun Watson comes out and says, yeah, you know, I'm ready to go. And those people are like, well, he signed a contract and you knew that. And it's like, man, if I'm looking at this is me. Like, okay, 
We know Deshaun Watson is better than Dak Prescott. But if it's me, I'm looking at this shit like, man, they're not even paying this dude. You can't trust these organizations. This is a business. You can't trust these people. Dak Prescott been trying to get paid for two years. And then he came and played on a franchise tag instead of holding out. He did the thing. He did the honorable thing and played for his teammates and then broke his fucking ankle. And then now they just I just seen uh, I just got an update saying that they're not even certain on his future. And this dude, you know what I'm saying? Like he should be getting like secure. And so like sometimes we gotta wake up and step outside of the fandom and realize, like, man. You know, that that type of shit is bullshit to me. And I I see people complaining as far as if you're not gonna be a company man on a lower level scale, why the fuck do you expect a professional athlete to be a fucking company man? And I like that's the explanation I've been trying to get out for. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out for the last couple, like for the last week. But I've really been trying to figure out for a while uh, because you know I come in here and I've complained about my job and shit like that. And I, yeah, fuck my job. But at the same time, like I'm 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 really grateful. Like I just, like it's more of a semi passive aggressive joke. Like yeah, I don't you know, it, but it was my choice to work there, you know, until I get my shit right and I get out of there. At this point, that's where I'm at. But at that type of scale, I wouldn't expect nobody to be no fucking company man at the job I work at. So why the fuck would I expect a professional athlete with millions of dollars on the line to be a company man? Now we say, well, they're they're playing for millions, but we're not understanding that they're we're not understanding, you know, that's like us, you know, for us, if you making thirty dollars an hour, you know what I'm saying? Or and you supposed to or you supposed to get a raise or whatever and you if you making you know twenty three bucks and you supposed to get a raise to twenty six and they come and say well nah we we think about just making it twenty four yeah it's a dollar so like, yeah I got a dollar but in your mind you like what the fuck I'm supposed to get twenty six dollars an hour so why the fuck am I not getting twenty six dollars so you start asking questions so then if you see another so then. If you fed up with this company at this point, then you start to look around and say, well, you know what? Why don't I go to this company? Because they already started me off at $26, $27 an hour, and I can cap off at a certain amount at this point. It seems like a better company. I got a better opportunity to grow. I got my information about this company, you know, because you ask questions. You know, you, you, you know, you do your research. So it's like we ask these professional athletes to be loyal to people that are not loyal to them. And I remember when LeBron left Cleveland, he said, man, what if, you know, that owner could have easily cut me? And then what? We don't think about those guys that get cut, you know. Like, that's why I champion, you know, we champion Fred for getting a bag. Because we know, like, they could have easily came, Toronto could have easily came in there on some bullshit and be like, yeah, woo, woo, like, yeah, we, ain't, we ain't trying to pay this dude. Now, imagine if he was in the NFL. And Toronto was like, you know what? Yeah, we believe in you. We still got questions, you know. Yeah, you've done this. Yeah, you, yeah, we got a chip, you know. He had a better case because he had the championship. Dak didn't have that type of case because he doesn't have the cha- he doesn't have that type of resume. But imagine that. And then you say, and then they come to Fred like, yeah, bro, we finna franchise you. And he like, fuck. So now you stuck without the security. You just getting one year deals now. Yeah, it's millions, but it's your worth. You want your you want what you worth. That's not even just money. That's anything in life. Like you want what you feel like you worth. 
you know, if you feel like you, if you feel like that's not, you know, it's, and you can't, I, I, I can't tell nobody what they feel like they should be worth. But me personally, if I'm a professional athlete, I want as much as I can get. If I'm a, whatever I'm doing, podcasting, I get to a certain point. That's why I fuck with Joe Budden. That's why I fuck with him heavy because Joe Budden wants what he's worth. And what he just did for his stuff was big shit for podcasting and entertain. Like that was big shit. And I looked at that. I've been following and Clausen been following. I've been following his. I've been following him for a long time because he was a rapper and I fuck with some of his music. But as far as the podcasting, this is somebody that's doing the same shit that I'm doing. He's at the top. He's the king of this shit. Like they're at the top of the game. So it's like I want to know what the fuck they're doing. I'm watching them. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, this dude, he said, fuck that. Y'all ain't, you can give me 34, you could give me 30 million, but you want all my rights? Nah, hell nah. So it's like these athletes get stuck. So the so I say all that to get to the Deshaun Watson shit, and the Deshaun Watson thing pissed me off because it was like, Brett Favre came out, of all people, and I'm a, I got the quote, so... I guess to begin the story, Watson was basically Watson signed his contract. To get back to the point, he signed his contract. He signed a five-year five deal, despite the fact that they traded his best receiver, his best weapon. They traded one of the, if not arguably the best wide receiver in football. They traded him for. They didn't get what they should have got. For DeAndre Hopkins. Now D Hop down in Arizona making shit happen. They haven't really put nothing around it, around this team. So they tell Deshaun, yo, you're gonna be involved in all this in all the decisions made. Now they do that a lot in the NBA because those players have the power. Shout out to Braun. Braun has the power that Michael Jordan never had. Cause you you can better fucking believe it that if a team was in that situation as the 98 Bulls, that shit would, that GM would have got fired before Michael Jordan would have left. In this day and age, that that never happened. That would never, never fucking happen. That would never fucking happen today. Let, let them fucking tell LeBron, yeah, bro, you know, hey, we finna break this shit up. What? Shit, all right. Either the GM is going or Braun going to find another way. It's a different day and age now. And I think a lot of these people need to understand this. So they tell them, yo, you're going to be part of the personnel decisions. You're going to be part of the decisions. We're gonna... They didn't have to tell them that. But that's part of the power they try to give them, basically to kiss his ass, because they know they ain't been, they knew they fucked up by getting rid of DeAndre Howe. They knew, like, Bill O'Brien gutted that team, dog. Like, gutted that team. And they knew that. So they got to do something to make the sweeten the deal. Like, hey, we'll get this five year, woo woo. Now, people, like I said earlier, people tell me, why you take the money? You got to take the money. So they said he would be involved. So they didn't do that. They didn't keep their word and, and, and let him be involved. So he gets pissed and was like, well, fuck this. I want out. I'm up. And I'm pretty sure there's more to it because Deshaun Watson strikes me as the kind of guy, like, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that just, like, they're trying to make him sound like he's just bitching and moaning. Like, he sounds like a guy, like, even just the way he carries himself, he just seems like a person, like, you have to do some real bullshit for him to be fed up with you. He just seems like that type of dude. He doesn't say nothing. He's a quiet superstar. It's about situations. It's about situations. 
So we talk about, you know, the greatness of Mahomes, but a lot of it has to do, obviously, as great as he is and the way he throws the football and the things he does. And obviously, yeah, he does elevate that team. But Kansas City was smart enough to let him sit for a year, and they put fucking pieces around him. Everybody, all his receivers run a 4-4 better. He's got two dudes that, he's got one dude that runs a 4-2, the other dude runs a 4-3-3 or some shit like that. Like, that's super fast for the people that don't know. That's super fast. Like, those dudes are cooking you in a fucking race. Just put it that way. So it's like, he's basically out there with a bunch of Porsches and Corvettes and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, at his leisure, that's why it looks easy. Deshaun Watson, you know what I'm saying? He ain't out there with, with that type of shit. And then you take it, you 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 took away his Porsche. The man had a Porsche, and you just took it away, and you sold it for, you sold it for a fucking Honda. You know, nothing against Hondas or something like. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a comparison. Like you give it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a significant downgrade. Now it's a Ford. Like you go from a fucking Mercy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A Lambo to a Ford. You are gonna feel a little bit different about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna feel a little different. So Far comes out and says, you get paid a ton of money to do a certain job and just do it and let the chips fall where they may. I think we make too much money to voice an opinion, but I'm not saying anything wrong. Again, it's a different day and time, and it'll be interesting to see how the organization handles it. First of all, Brett, you full of shit, dog, because Brett Far sat up here for years and was holding the Packers for hostage. Every year, was was, was Brett Far going to be in training camp? <laughs> like this dude, like they used to have videos of this. Like they used to show videos, like where's Favre? Is Favre gonna show up? Favre, Brett show up probably like Brett show up like a couple of days before the first preseason game. Like, all right, y'all, I'm here. Like held them hostages. That's one of the main reasons they got him to fuck up out of there. Like, man, we can't keep doing this shit. And they had Rogers in the way that anyway. Like you, you asked Michael Jordan if he wished he had the power that LeBron James has right now, and I guarantee you he would say, fuck yeah. If you pulled him to the side and say, yeah. Why do we expect these people to be company men, and we not even company men? So as the average person, I'm saying a lot of the people is the average Joe, the day-to-day workers, the day-to-day people in life, you know, day-to-day people that are not in that world saying, well, what the fuck? He got paid men. Shut the fuck up and just play. It's like, what you mean? Shut the fuck up and just play. That's like you at work. You don't like some shit at work. You can shut the fuck up at work. You my hell nah. Cause me personally, I wish the I wish the fuck somebody would come to me and say shut the fuck up and work. I might not have a, well. I got a child, so a kid, so it's a little bit different. I got people to take care of, and that's where you gotta think. But at the same time, as a man, I'm not gonna let nobody just do that. So you got to look at that situation. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself as I'm reading this, and I'm like, Brett full of shit. Like, I just started laughing because I'm like, we make too much money to voice an opinion. Brett, you got power, fam. It's not even about, it's about the power that he has. It's the power that they gave him. So it's like, man, Brett just don't know. He just speaking his, and this is his opinion, but he just, he don't know. So then I'm like, still paying attention to shit. And then Dick Vermeil comes out. Now, Dick Vermeil, respected coach. And, and Far respect. Like, I, I loved watching Far play. I love far, watching Far play, boy. So it ain't about that. But it's like, damn, bro. Like, you should, you should really be on his side. You were there. You were one of them. You were him. You had power. You, you held the Packers hostage for years. So here comes Dick Vermeil. Now, Dick Vermeil, an older gentleman in his 80s, you know what I'm saying, 
he coached at a different time. It was a different world. Football was totally different from the way it is right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Totally different. When he was coaching, it was like the running back was the cornerstone of the franchise. Like you had to have a you weren't winning a championship unless you had a running back. Now that's a position that's basically just interchangeable. Derek Henry just ran for two G's and he was drafted in the second round. You know, you get guys like, you know, you got Ezekiel Elliott, you know what I'm saying? Zeke my guy, but it's like, man, you know, how's how's that working? He's slowing down now. He don't look the same. He don't look like he did when he first came. Obviously, he took a lot of punishment. He's still nice. But it's the thing when that same friend he told me, he said, man, you know, running backs, drafting running backs in the first round is stupid when you can get it in the second, you can get them in the second, third, fourth round. Obviously, there's dudes that come around, like Saquon Barkley, you had to draft. Ezekiel Elliott, you had to draft. But look, Derrick Henry was drafted in the second round and just ran for two Gs. Arguably, in my opinion, he's the best in the business, but that's a lot of a bias of opinion because he's, he's on my team. But, you know, ran ran for 2,000 yards. So, Vermeil gets on, it's like, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest, because, you know, the image he presented coming out of college through the draft and through his career so far in Houston has been positive, so positive. I don't think that this is – I don't think that this approach really affects – reflects what he has presented over the past few years. So I'm disappointed. I just don't think that anybody, whether it be a, that football team or the other 31 teams, start allowing players to step in and make decisions who runs them, who coaches them, and all these kind of things. If you want to make all their decisions as the owner, then buy your own team. Part of that I do agree, but the Texans gave him that power. When they signed him and they said, and they gave him that word, what we, what we always say, word is bond, right? So as men... You know, we try to hold each other accountable. If I tell you I'm going to do something and I don't do it, you know, then I have to, you know, come to you. Word is bond. We all guilty of it. So if I don't hold my word, I feel like shit. So I owe you an apology because I didn't hold my word. So they said that, obviously, it's business. So he took it as a man saying, okay, y'all are telling me, like, okay, yeah, I got power. Fuck is the fuck is this though? You should own a team. You come on, dick. Like you know for real, for real, they're not doing that. I don't really gotta explain why, but you know why. That's a buddy club, that's a country club. NFL ownership. Ownership is country club type shit. It's only certain people that's gonna get in. Why you think we champion Jordan so hard for for being where he's at right now? That's real shit. It's like what Jay-Z did the same thing when he became president of Def Jam. Somebody that knows the know. Come on. Like, you know that's not going to happen. I just thought that shit was backhanded. So then, like, the dude gets on the game. He's still talking. He says, I think they changed his diapers, Okay. Nowhere in his contract does it say he's involved in the decisions of who coaches or who loses the organization. He's a great NFL player. He's a, he's a great NFL football player and always has been a great kid. But I think he just shuts his mouth and becomes a better football player and leads the team and let the leaders of the organization lead him. Get the fuck out of here. It's a different day and age. Like I just said, Jordan would kill to have the power LeBron had. Brett Favre would kill. Brett Favre had that power. I'm pretty sure there was quarterbacks before that that wish they had that type of fucking power. It's a dude like Dan Marino, man. Marino was one of the best quarterbacks to ever throw the football. I don't give a fuck. I will argue with you 
we can go head to head about it. I don't give a fuck. Dan Marino is one of the best to ever throw the football. He's got one of the quickest releases ever, one of the prettiest deep balls ever. Dan Marino is one of the best to ever throw the football. He never won a Super Bowl. Dan Marino wins the Super Bowl. We talking about Dan Marino in a whole different light. You gotta look at Deshaun Watson. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm looking at Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. This is this is the guy I gotta go against for the next ten years. This is my rival in a sense. Peyton and Brady. You know what I'm saying? If we if Peyton Manning don't win that championship for the Colts, we don't give a fuck about that. That Denver one don't mean shit. That Colts one is the one that means something. No disrespect to a Denver fan, but the Colts one is the one that means shit. It's like Brian. That Cleveland one is the one that means something. The LA one don't mean shit. Not saying it's not to diminish the championship because it's a championship. But it holds a different weight that he got one in Cleveland. It would have meant a little bit different had he won in Cleveland before he left, but he had to leave. He had to leave. And it's a little contradictory. But in, this, in the case of Deshaun Watson, you like shit. This dude Mahomes, he bought, he he should have been in his third Super Bowl if he don't lose to Brady in the AFC Championship two years ago. He's on his way to probably winning the second one. These dudes don't look like they slowing down for shit. So if we were looking at that, you like, yo, you just got rid of my best receiver. Then you basically told me some bullshit. I signed a five year deal, and then you basically cut me out. I feel like it's more to it than just them telling them that. But I wasn't in that room. But it's the it's the power. Y'all gave this man the power, and then you strip it. But we're in a different day and age where it's information. People have control. You're able to control your own destiny. So, like I said, we live in a society where people are champion independence and freedom, and you know, doing what's best for you in a sense. Because what's best for you is best for the people around you. And in the in the athletic realm, he's his legacy on the line, bro. I'm not gonna keep doing this shit. Y'all already fucked me over by taking my... You took my Porsche, bro. So what else you want me to do? I come here, I bust my ass. You don't hear nothing, you don't hear nothing about Deshaun Watson. That's why everybody's so shocked. Dick Vermeer just out of touch, man. Like, it's a new day and age. It's like them old investors and shit like that. Cats got information now. It's not the old ways. So they trying to figure out... Now they scrambling, trying to figure out how to fuck everybody over, in a sense. That's why I feel like a lot of what's going on, I'm kind of sketchy about because I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Because just, I'm just really skeptical about certain things. So, yeah, Dick Vermeer, he just out of touch, you know, and then the, the crybaby shit, that, that's out of hand. Like, come on, man. Like, you talking crazy. Deshaun Watson ain't said shit. Uh, his agent told Brett Favre he's throwing stones from a glass house. I said, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I agree with that. Because that's exactly what the fuck that is. Like, but they, but it's like people, we champion this shit until it's time for us. They, we champion power until it's time to have power. Power is a dangerous thing. It is. It's a dangerous thing. And it's a delicate thing, too, if you're the one that holds the power. So, I just don't agree with that and the old way of thinking and how they treat athletes. And that's just the old way of thinking if even just like, you know, just your day-to-day world. Basically, you just telling this dude, sit down, shut the fuck up and play football and let the organization take care of it. When an organization clearly is not taking care of it. And then you won't. In football, your lifespan is a lot shorter than an NBA player, a lot shorter than a, a major league baseball player. The average football player is like five years. That's if you're lucky. This dude is that get in the league and get, they get in and they out the next year and they can't get on a fucking team. 
53 men on the roster. Training camps, there's 90 people in there. There's about 100 people in there. And during training camp, cats getting cut quick. You can always be replaced. There's only certain positions. Quarterback is a position you really can't replace. That's why the Texans is tripping because you can't just replace a fucking quarterback. They know how good Deshaun Watson is because everybody else knows how good Deshaun Watson is. So I guess I say all that to hope Deshaun Watson gets gets the fuck out of Houston um, and he's able to get up out of there. You see James Harden had to get the fat man suit on because the, the, the Rockets pulled the same shit. It's a lot of shit going down in Houston. The Rockets pulled the same shit, so Harden shows up in a fat suit. I thought shit was hilarious. I knew he wasn't out of shape like that. Even then, like, these dudes got the diets and all that. Like, he can lose that weight in a matter of a week. Like, the way these guys diet and the type of uh, access they got to certain shit. Bron spent a million dollars on his body. So, Bron spending a million dollars a year on his body to make sure he right every year. Imagine with these, you know, everybody else is following suit because that's the standard. Same as Brady. That's why Brady's still playing. That's why Brady looks in better shape than he's looked his entire fucking career. He looks in better shape than he did when he came in the fucking draft combine. So, I'm not going to knock these players for exercising their power. I don't feel like you should because if you were in that position, what would you do? It's easy to talk, but what would you do? Brad Farr, he got to get the fuck out of here with that, man. All, all respect to Farr, but he got to get the fuck out of here with that. Dick Vermeer, you just out of touch, bro. All respect to him, Hall of Fame, both Hall of Famers, but you know, and they feel but they out of touch with that. I think I think a lot of these dudes don't like the power that these guys got. Like I said, I don't like the AAU style of basketball, but I get it. That was one reason I was really hating on the Nets getting Harden, because I was like, man, like come on, man, like Harden is Harden is great. It's like I don't want him to win a championship, and they're like, oh, well, he only won because he got with. But it's like the the value of a championship in basketball to me hasn't, you know, like that whole shit with Jared Dudley talking about Paul George and AD. Like AD didn't win shit before he got with the fucking Lakers. They like, oh, he, oh, he talking like he, bro. Paul George took the Pacers to Eastern Conference Finals multiple times and went toe to toe with Bron and them. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he like. We we joke around, call him playoff P and all this shit. Yo, he called himself that. But, like, Paul George in Indiana was a baller. And it's like, we just started exposing. He started, we started putting the, the microscope to these dudes when they exercise their power and get the fuck out and move around. But Paul just kind of botched this shit. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's whatever. But, you know, I just, I'm like, uh, Jared Dell, you kind of wrong for that. But, you know, to the whole thing, like, I understand why Deshaun Watson doing what he's doing. If you don't like the company you're working for, you try to get the fuck out. You don't like your situation, you try to find a new situation. You get the fuck out and get into a different... You put, you put yourself in a better situation. You try to, at least. And because it's best for you, a lot of people aren't going to agree with what's best for you. Who gives a fuck? Even the most unselfish people got to learn that. We got to learn that. Sometimes doing what's best for you, it feels wrong, but it's probably right. Because what's best for you sometimes is best for the people around you. Some people don't understand being in those type of positions. Some people do understand. That's why it's disappointing to see Dick Vermeule say some shit like that or Brent Farr say some shit like that. It's about progression. We talking about progress. We're not looking back. It's a bar. It's a whole bar. Talking progress. I ain't looking back. We're not looking back. It should be about progress. Michael Jordan would love to have that type of fucking power that LeBron James has. You you can bet any type of fucking bread he does behind the scenes. 
that old way of thinking and being a company man and you know it's about the team it's about the team because it's about the cash you play you playing for there's certain times in my life in this situation I stayed and I should have left and had I went to a different team or a different situation I could have been could have been different. Obviously, I can't really change it because it is what it is, and, and that's what happened. But looking at it then, I'm like, man, if I would have just did this and played, you know, if I, I always talk about on here, like, if I played quarterback, I could have been in control of my own shit. Or if I would have, you know, maybe when, uh, you know, certain times if I would have went and played for different teams when I was young, growing up in youth sports, if I would have went and played for different teams. There's other teams that wanted me. But I was like, nah, I'm going to stick with my people. I'm going to stick with the, you know, cats I know. You know, I tell a story about, uh, you know, my senior year in football. I played wide receiver. We didn't throw the fucking ball. In my mind, to me, if you ask me, I was the best. I was the best, in my personal opinion. Obviously, dudes had stats and shit like that. But when we was in these seven-on-sevens and shit, motherfuckers knew what was up. It was like it was like an urban legend thing, you know, because I ain't had the numbers. I couldn't talk I couldn't talk my shit like that. But the ones that knew knew. But I wasn't in a system to where I could display my ability. Even at receiver. You know, I, like I said, I was a better I should have played quarterback because I probably was a better quarterback than receiver, but I was a really good wide receiver. In my mind, I was great. I'm humble about that shit when you tell me because I appreciate anybody that recognized my talent. You know, I, I do I am really humble about that, but it's like, man, what if I would have went and played here? Instead of playing where I played. Or like when I played, you know, baseball, you know, what if I would have moved around? After, you know, I won a championship with my team, what if I would have moved around? Things happened. You know, team, the team separated, shit happened, and I got left in the dust. And I, I never picked up a bat again after I won a championship. But if I would have had that type of thinking, I wouldn't have gave a fuck. Sometimes you can't be too loyal. Can't be too loyal. We expecting loyalty in the business. Of course I'm going to, if I'm Deshaun Watson, of course I'm going to get the fucking bag because I'm not going to go out there and get hurt and then you, and then you give me no re, and then you give me a bullshit reason to, well, now you broke your ankle. That is, there's, you know what I'm saying? So of course in football, I'm going to get the fucking bag. Basketball, you got to get that bag. You got to get that security. As an average person, you want the security. You know, you don't want to live check to check. Who the fuck wants to live check to check? And I'm not speaking for them living check to check, but who the fuck want? They shouldn't be. You would hope not. But for us, that's not making millions of dollars, you know, who the fuck wants to live check to check? That's why in most cases, you're supposed to be, when you're in union jobs, you've, it's a little bit of a safety net. At least it's supposed to be. If you work for a company that has a union, at least it's supposed to be. It's a little bit of safety. Get away with a little bit more. Got a little bit more backing. But if you had a company and been in companies where it's not union, they're getting you the fuck up out of there. So in this sense, it's like, man, we're not going to keep knocking people for doing what's best for them. I think that's bullshit. Um...
I guess to wrap it up, man, I think the NBA is also on bullshit trying to make the uh, the players have an all-star game. That's bullshit. You tell these dudes they got to quarantine and do all this other shit, now you're trying to ship them out to go. It's like, it's, like a, it's, it's some bullshit. And I agree with Bron. Honestly, if people voted Bron in and Bron said, fuck that, I wouldn't even be mad, bro. We don't need to see you playing a fucking all-star game. You play an all-star game every, pretty much every year of your career. We don't need to see that shit. It's a, it's a, it's a glorified pickup game anyway. Which is fun, but it doesn't really get fun till like the last two minutes. Really, I feel like they should just make them dudes play two twenty man halves and call it a fucking day. Like nobody takes that shit serious. Now they 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 doing incentives to make it serious, which I like that they try to find it. But it's like for the most part, it's kind it was kind of bullshit. Last year's was really good because they had incentives on the line. And then like that KD shit, you know, they tell the dude to take a quarantine. They tell they tell him he couldn't play at first. Then he tested negative, then they let him play, but they said somebody in contact he was in contact with was traced. So then they take only him out the game, but then continue to let the game play. But if he was around that, even though he tested negative, by the way your standards are, he should have just postponed the fucking game. So I don't agree with that all-star game shit. I think it was stupid. Um, I, I, I hope they don't go through with that. I hope a lot of players speak out and say, fuck that. Like, you know, Julius Randle plays for the Knicks. It's going to be his first time. Hopefully, he gets voted in as an all-star. So, it'll be his first time. So, for that type of person, I would be like, damn, that sucks. But it's about bigger picture. Because they tell me, well, we're not even worried about the people that are there. We worry about the players that ain't there. And that's the crazy. Because these dudes going to go home. They're supposed to take that little two-week break. You know what I'm saying? Get shit right. All that type of stuff. And, you know, Brown was like, I was looking forward to the vacation. Man, this shit's hard on these dudes, man. So I stopped knocking Paul George for that shit because he was like, man, my mental health was fucked up. Yeah, man, you away from your family. You living in a hotel room. You know what I'm saying? For the longest. You just, you doing the same routine. We get, we drive ourselves crazy. If we was just to go to work and come home every day. Imagine you just go to work and come home every day. You can't go out. You can't go shop. People was going nuts. Like when everything opened, people was more worried about going and spending their fucking money because it was a it, it was a peace of mind, wasn't the same shit. So you know, I gotta imagine, man. Like we think these dudes, when they making millions of dollars, so they ain't got to worry in the world. But it's like, man, these is people too. What would you do if you was in a position? So, <sighs> all right, I'm done. I just had to get that shit off my chest, man. So, uh, as always, man, thank y'all for checking me out. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Make sure y'all staying safe. Hopefully, we're almost out of this shit, man. Hopefully, we can be living a normal world by the summertime. We all can be living a different way and all this shit. Shout out to the, uh, to the government because y'all still owe us money, and we want that. <laughs> so, uh, y'all be smooth. Take it easy. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I might have a post-game one. I don't know. Maybe. So, y'all take it easy. Enjoy yourselves, man. Come